0: In this episode coming up, we're going to talk about the fear of getting canceled. Is this something that you worry about? I know I certainly do. Let's break it down. Stay tuned. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle Welcome back to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer, being joined by Carrie Thompson and I knew that there was going to be a time where we would have to talk about this. Uh, and it was it because I we're, we're avoiding I'm avoiding it, but it's it's been a long time coming. And today, the fear of cancel culture, it might not be something that you worry about if you're listening to this, but I can tell you that as a business owner with employees, I worry about getting canceled a lot because it's not just about me. It's about the staff not having jobs. If for some reason, code red goes away. And so I worry about cancel getting canceled. And so I have to be careful what I say.
1: This is a hard subject for me because I'll never forget uh, the time that I posted something slightly political on my newsfeed. And somebody wrote on Facebook, the nastiest place ever. Well, I don't know. TikTok is worse. TikTok's pretty nasty. Yeah. TikTok's nasty. Somebody wrote, Christy, I'm done with Code Red. And I was so upset because I don't, that's my personal opinion. It doesn't reflect the opinion of Code Red. And I felt terrible. I deleted the post right away and it wasn't even volatile. It wasn't like a racist thing. It wasn't like, it wasn't even like, I hate these types of people. It w- it wasn't at all. It was a joke, uh, a play on my husband's name. And I thought it was hilarious, but no, it was not funny. And I got canceled by that person unfollowing and I'll never, ever buy anything from code Red again. And I felt awful. So I took it down and I apologized to Chris immediately. But I think sometimes we're so scared of getting canceled that we are afraid of saying the truth. And I have come to this place, Christy, and you and I have kind of come to this place where we have to talk about the truth about health. We have to talk about the truth about what's going to happen to people if they continue down the road of eating packaged foods and eating sugar in by the pounds pounds and pounds and pounds every every month
0: so i mean that's kind of where we are it's like we're so scared but we have to be truthful Yeah. Someone's got to say it about 10 years ago, a documentary came out and, and it was featuring Mark bell, Mark bell, and they called him Mark smelly bell. And since the documentary, he had gone on to create his own line of, a of of gym equipment. And, um, he's made a name for himself, but he's always kept this attitude and it was the race to zero followers. And so he had (laughs) the, yeah. And he had the idea of, of, just being so honest and so truthful and so transparent and so uh, and taking a stand that he was planning on getting down to zero followers. Like he was celebrating when he would lose followers. Really? The opposite happened. He gained followers. He got verified on, on social media. He became a multimillionaire. He's written books. He's done other films. And but he's always maintained this race to zero followers. And I've I've never forgotten that about Mark Bell. And I like Mark Bell. I mean, he and I, we line up on the same ideas anyway. We're kind of cut from the same cloth anyway. So I don't mind him at all. And I like his attitude about followers because we do get caught up and I I do I do get caught up in it sometimes, and I have to constantly remind myself of of people that you know that the comments and the and the uh, the DMs and the nasty stuff that's said, especially under my ads that that reach that tens tens of thousands of views, hundreds of thousands of views. The ads go out all over the country, and it did they rack up a lot of views, and you can really you can really get caught up in that whole thing of uh, what people might think about me. And so it's, it's, it can really consume you as a creator, as an entrepreneur, as a company owner. What did Mark can I ask? What did Mark Bell believe in? Like, what was his platform? Well, I think he, uh, a lot like ours, as far as real food, water, and sleep. Um, okay. and, uh, he promotes more exercise based program and we, and we don't, we do this without Shakespeare's diet foods, okay. or exercise. Um, it's, and he takes more, he takes a stand on politics and I tend to not do that publicly. Yeah. I do take a stand on politics, but none of you guys, you know, I don't talk about it here. And so but sometimes I, I dream about like, Quitting code red, selling code red and going into politics, you know, just so, cause I, I, but anyway, I love code red and I love what we do here. But so, yeah, that's kind of where he, the direction, it's all health. It's, he's in the health okay. and fitness space. So that was his space was being real, real upfront about, uh, about, about what's ob- going on, ob- about he, obesity, obesity. Right. He would, he, you know, he says straight, straight up obesity is not okay. And you've got to take control. he was obese. And so you got to take control of your health. And, um, Carrie, didn't you tell me that doctors are not allowed to talk to their patients about obesity anymore? Yeah.
1: It's gotten to the point where they're so afraid of getting in trouble that they don't mention weight. I'm amazed. I went into, uh, an ortho, uh, sports medicine doctor and I'm not, I'm not obese. And I expected him to say, Hey, If you could drop maybe five or 10 pounds, this, your knee would feel better. Now, I don't, that wasn't even necessarily the thing, but why didn't he mention it? Like, why didn't he say weight puts pressure on knees? So if your knee is bothering you, if you get a little lighter, it's going to help your knee. I would have been like, yeah, I mean that, you know, and Christy and I actually had talked about that before I even went in for that visit, but he wouldn't talk about it with me, which I thought was really interesting. And I even said, well, I used to be hundred pounds heavier than I am now. I wonder if that has anything to do with it. And he really skirted around it. He did talk about it, but it wasn't like, yeah, when you were fatty, you ruined your knees. I mean, that at all. but I mean, that would have been a valid point because that is how you wreck your knees carry around. That's how you wreck your back and how you wreck your shoulders and your neck. I mean, that's, those are all good ways to do it. Just carry around a bunch of extra weight, you know, why do women get breast reductions? Yeah, because it pulls on their back. Same thing with having a big belly. So I, I I thought it was very interesting that he didn't say anything about that.
0: Well, cancel culture is a very real thing. People do get canceled. They do get their reputation ruined. They 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 do get defamed, and it's it's really a serious problem. Um, we've watched. I mean, Kerry, remember the Dixie Chicks like 20 years ago? Um, saying something about on stage about uh President Bush and. Something Ooh, like and, that and, was it that was it. Like the next day, the next day they were canceled and they had to rebrand themselves under a different group name and they never quite made a comeback. They never recovered from that. So um, cancel culture culture is very real. Now people are getting canceled sometimes for ridiculous things and they're getting accused of things they didn't do. And so in our opinion, it's taken too far because people are so sensitive nowadays. You can't say Anything I know that I posted um, a picture when I was married to Miles of Miles standing in the garage holding something, and there was a corner of a flag of uh, a political party, just a corner of the flag. Well, people recognized it, and I lost 50% of my followers uh, overnight. And so it's it's just so funny to me how quickly it can happen. So it is very real, but how far do you take it? And, Carrie, I think that we were talking about Jesus back in the day when his 33, his 33 years on the planet, boy, people try to cancel him right and left.
1: They really did. And there are some great scriptures. I'm going to bring up two of them, but I I do want to tell you the other day, Christy, I got to tell you something funny. You ready? Yes. The other day, dad says to me, I said, I am all this woke culture. I was talking about woke culture, something about, and woke goes along with cancel, I think, Mm -hmm. but it's different. So I'm not trying to. I'm just saying, I was talking about woke culture and Papa Larry said, so what does it mean to be woke? And I was like, oh, uh, okay. Uh, and I had to actually think that one through, like I had to get on and Google it. I mean, I knew yeah. it's like, we but know, same, but we can't, and he didn't know what cancel culture was. So he yeah. goes, and then he said, I'm really glad I'm not doing counseling anymore.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So, um, I want to talk about Jesus. There are, there are two scriptures that come to mind when Christie and I were first talking about this and yeah, Jesus was totally unpopular. He, you know, but he brought his message in love. He brought his message in love. And I think that's the difference. Sometimes our messages don't go out with love or they aren't perceived with love when they truly are given in love. And so I think that if when we wrap our messages in love, Christy, that's what makes such a big difference. But the truth is still the truth is still the truth. And people are not always going to like what you say. Do you remember when Jesus said uh, Jesus said a prophet? is honored everywhere, but in their hometown. That's a paraphrase. But I thought that was really interesting. And there's another one, and I love this. This is Matthew 5, 13. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill that cannot be hidden. Neither do people put a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, Christy, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven. And sometimes we have a message to share and it Mm. may not be a popular message and it may not be a message that everyone wants to hear. But when we package it in love and people know our heart, we cannot, Christy, you and I cannot sit by and watch people become more and more obese. We cannot put a bowl over our light. We can't do it. We are called to be salty. We are called to be light. And, and if we lose our saltiness, I'm very salty. If we lose our saltiness, if we lose our light, the Bible says right here, um, it's no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. And that Is the risk we run, Christy, when you and I don't say our, when you don't say your message, when I don't say the message, I know we've been given the message you've been given the mission you've been given.
0: That's what we run the risk of. Was that the amp? That's got to be the amplified version.
1: Well, now I got to (laughs) look
0: because the Bible in IV. Oh, Okay. Uh, Yeah, the new uh, international International. version. Okay, all right. And and so many churches nowadays, by the way, are they're watering down the message so that they can appeal to a wider audience. And oh, it's it's just really getting. And we were talking to sis about this the other day. Like, where do you draw that line? You're really getting uh, into some dicey territory when you try to water down the Bible, or you cherry pick different parts of the Bible, or you'll talk about this, but you won't take a stand on that. Uh, And It's oh, gosh, I'm glad I'm not in the ministry. I mean, we're all in the ministry, but I'm not in the pulpit ministry You know, trying to try and married to a pastor or trying to run a youth group or anything like that. I would not want anything to do with it. But being in weight loss is hard enough because we do take a stand against obesity and obesity has nothing to do with being beautiful. That is two very separate things. We're talking about pure health and it's not okay to be obese. It's not okay to carry that much weight around. It's not okay to put that kind of pressure on your organs, your back, your hips, your knees. And we're and we're going to continue to say that without judgment. This is the thing I have struggled with the most in this position, Christy. Working for you.
1: This very topic has oh. been the hardest for me. It's been hard because I want to stand up and say being beautiful and loving yourself and being obese are two different things. They are two different things. You should love yourself no matter what. But to say that being obese is okay, okay, mm-hmm. you are going to die from the complications related to obesity. It's going to happen. If you stay at 400 pounds for your entire life, eventually, those compl- it's, it's 100% of the people die from those complications. It's not even like, it's not even like, Hey, you have heart disease. You may have a heart attack. You may not. It's not one. I'm sorry, but that is a sad truth. It is the light that we are trying to put a bowl over Christy. It is the truth. And I have struggled with this. And when you and I were new to podcasting and we would kind of talk about this, I would get so nervous so nervous that somebody was going to write in and be like, I hate you. You don't love heavy people. I was a heavy person. I get it. It was not healthy for me to weigh 270 pounds. And if you're listening to me, it is not healthy for you to weigh that much. It is not okay in any sense of the word. And we are so scared. I at least maybe not you, Christy, but I'm so scared of getting canceled that it has taken. How many years are you in podcasting 200 plus episodes? to get to this point where I'm actually saying this and I still may get canceled for it. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> <Let> me... <laughs> see. They're killing themselves. So I'm watching people. I love kill themselves. I'm so scared. I'm losing my saltiness when I don't speak the truth. And this has been very hard for me. Very, very hard.
0: Uh, one of the frequent DMs that I get, or the subjects I get on DMs from people, or comments from people, just open comments that people post publicly, is they they ask me whenever I see a heavy person, why don't you go tell them about Code Red? Why yeah. why why did you you know an Uber driver? Why you know they I've had uh, one time I was videotaping an Uber driver one time talking about the, um, or I shared that they were talking about the diet that they were on, that they lost, um, five pounds in two months. And, um, they were so excited about it and it was costing them over $300 a month in shakes. And so I, someone said, why didn't you tell them about code red? And so am I, am I worried about getting canceled if I don't tell them about code red? Absolutely not. I'm not worried about what they're going to think of, like about me stepping up and saying, you know, there is a better way that's much more effective, that's cheaper, that's going to save your life quicker. I'm not worried about get, getting canceled. The reason I don't talk about Code Red in, in those situations, just walk up to people willy-nilly is the same reason I don't stand on the street corner and scream, you're going to hell if you don't accept Jesus Christ it's because they're not in a position to hear it they did not ask me my opinion they're not in it they're they're excited about their diet they're they're trying to tell me about it because they want to spread the word that's that's totally fine i it's not the time for me to say anything they're not in the right place in their heart it's not the right time and that would be incredibly and i can't think of anything more inappropriate Then walking up to someone at the gym saying, I see you bust your butt in here every single day and you haven't lost any weight. Should you maybe address your diet instead? That would be incredibly inappropriate. I know it makes you cringe. And I know, sis, that you deal with this in the ER. But just the other day you had some people ask you and it was the right time
1: it was the right time for me. They were like, um, well, tell me about you. I said something about being a hundred pounds overweight previously. And so I understood some of the things she was going through. And she said, well, how'd you lose your weight? Which is always interesting. That means they're ready to hear. And yes. I was like, well, I actually work for a weight loss company and a nutrition company. And that kind of opened that door. But Chrissy, I'm the same way. It has to be wrapped in love and people have to be ready to hear it. However, I saw a TikTok. I, I'm not on TikTok anymore. I'm on I got off social media Ooh. for like a month, but I okay. saw a, like, you know how like those reels come through your feed? Yes. It broke my heart, Christy. It was very hard for me to see. The girl said, What I eat, you know how everyone does what I eat in a day what I eat as a high, as a high-end model, what I eat as a bodybuilder, what I eat as an elite level gymnast. And they go through and they show like their kale smoothies, what Kim Kardashian eats in a day, like who cares? But she said, what I eat as an obese person who loves being as a, uh, it was another word like that, but loves being obese. It wasn't even like, hey, I'm obese. This is what I eat in a day. It was celebrating morbid, deadly, deadly, make no bones about it, deadly obesity, deadly. And it broke my heart. Now, was I like, oh, that's so gross. She's. I don't care about her being heavy. I care about her dying someday. Mm-hmm. That's what I really care about. And it may be cool and funny to show you going through the drive through multiple times and you may think it's interesting and you're promoting this, but someday, ma'am, you're going to die from this. And it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. It truly does. I don't feel like better than, I don't feel like I'm a better example. I don't anything like that. I don't think I'm a better person because I eat differently than her. I just think I know the truth now because of Christy. So it broke my heart and Christy, it was it was tough. I, I just want to say, and, and and if you say anything like, how is this healthy? Oh, then you hate people that are obese. I don't hate yeah, people, fat shaming. but yeah, I'm not fat shaming, but I'm telling
0: you, this is a deadly disease. It's a deadly roulette you're playing. And the problem is the media won't report the truth. We had a woman who died in the Boise river. She was in her tubing down the river and she was morbidly obese. She got turned upside down and end up drowning. And so when the paramedics pulled her out, um, they, they said that she had drowned. Well, the truth didn't come out until some, like one of her friends said what they, what they witnessed. And it was her being too morbidly obese to turn herself back over so that she could breathe. And it was, and she, she suffocated, Um, And she drowned in the water because of her obesity because she was too obese to get herself turned back over. The truth finally came out, but not because the media reported it. So even the media, even the media won't report the truth that death is coming sooner to those of you who do not take control of your obesity, that this is going to happen to you. Um, not this drowning. I'm just saying that 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 uh, these things are not OK and it's not right. And we need to actually say the truth. But we've got this fear of cancel culture. We had that reminds me of a story. And again,
1: I mean, we could tell stories all day. But one particularly sad thing, I took care of a lady in Yakima. No, 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 no. When Washington, I worked in the ICU years ago there. It was a travel nurse contract. And she was the sweetest lady, but she was probably 600 pounds. And she was in the ICU because of airway problems. I mean, can you imagine that much weight on your airway? So we ended up; she was ventilated for a long time. And those of you that are medical, we ended up putting a trach in. So a trach is a hole in your throat that you breathe through into your airway this way because she, the pressure of her neck pushed her airway down. She couldn't breathe normal. Her airway was so thick because her neck was so thick because of the obesity that we had to use an actual longer tube that you only use when you're going to intubate someone normally, called an endotracheal tube. They couldn't use a regular trach, uh, like a Shiley trach. Anyway, people that are medical know what I'm talking about. So that was odd. Well, I loved her. I would talk to her. She couldn't talk very well. She you know, had the ventilator hooked up to the trach, but she would write me little notes and I would give her baths and we would watch TV in there while I was giving her bath, which was quite the thing. Cause I mean, there was yeast in the folds. It was terrible. I really liked her. And one week I came back, I would do a week on a week off and I came back and she was gone. And she had been there for months in that ICU in like a queen size bed in the ICU room. It was huge. And they said that she got a flat fat gobule in that tube and they could not get it out and they could not put a new one in because imagine your neck is so thick to get a tube passed through all the fat and the muscle and the into the airway. It's really hard. And she died. And it's just like that lady suffocating to death. Now, do I think you're going to end up on a ventilator and have that happen? That's not what I'm saying. But you never know when you might be on an inner tube. I mean, that's what a horrible, horrible, horrible way to die. And it is it is killing people, not even just these freak accidents, Christy, but heart disease, diabetes, all these things. It'd be like Christy if we didn't say anything about smoking. We know smoking kills people. It's not even an arguable thing. And it's acceptable to say smoking kills, vaping kills, but it's not acceptable to say that obesity kills. And I don't understand this. And I'm I'm tired of hiding my light under a bowl. I I really am.
0: You know, and like you said, Carrie, we could tell stories all day long. I'm going to throw one more story out there. One of our uh, former Code Red certified coaches, Kristen Small, from years ago, she lost 135 pounds in eight months. And she said that a turning point for her was that she was so fat. She was so morbidly obese that, and she had a house fire uh, that she could not she could not rescue all of her kids and get them out of their rooms and get them down. And luckily everybody was okay. She got them all out, but she said, um, imagine having to choose from my four kids, which ones I was going to rescue because I was too fat to move fast enough and too sick and in too much pain to move fast enough. I mean, guys, this list could go on and on and on. And this, this fear of cancel culture, we're not, we, we are, we're, we're, we're comfortable talking about cigarettes now, now that we know, and we do know that obesity kills more people than drugs and alcohol combined. We know this, this is not controversial information. It's true but we just won't say it. And now even medical professionals won't say it. Uh, no one wants to say it. And we're, if you've got a message in your heart, you've got to say whatever it is you feel like you need to say, but it's gotta be said in love. Do I guess the question I would ask myself, and I, I want
1: everyone listening to think about this for you. Do I care more about hurting someone's feelings and cancel culture than I care more about telling you the truth, the message I have, then being salty, then bringing that to you in love. And I have a scripture for us, Christy, uh, 1 Peter 2, 9. Here we go. For you are a chosen people. All my Christians are like, amen. A royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special position, possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his wonderful light. Another version says that you are a peculiar people, mm-hmm. that you are... Yeah, two nine. Okay, my my version doesn't say that. You are a peculiar people. You are salty. You are light. There is a message that you have been given. There is a message that you can say in love to other people. Just like the message burning in Christy's heart every day is not about selling more vitamin D. It's not about, it's not about getting her magnesium in people's house. You know what it is? It's it her message that she believes so much in is to make sure that you don't die in the river, to make sure that you can get your kids out in a house fire, to make sure that you can live a happy, healthy, productive life here on this earth. You get one time around. And I'm so glad that Christy was not afraid of being canceled so much that she was able to be salt and light to this world. Even though she's a peculiar person, I'm a peculiar person. Some of the messages might be a little odd, but Chrissy, you are a chosen person. Mm. You are. And you've been called out of darkness and into the light. And you are bringing light to people. And I, I'm just so proud to be part of this mission with you. And and are, are do we think about cancel culture? Yeah, you do think about it. But I have to care more about the individual lives of the people that are listening to me right now than I care more about what might happen to me for being truthful.
0: Mm. Well, that's why I have the program Code Red Arise. It's weight loss for churches because God never intended for his people to battle obesity like we do in our churches. And God's people are sick and heavy, and we're dealing with man-made, we're dealing with diseases that we caused ourselves because no one wants to say it. Well, we are going to say it. We're not afraid of cancel culture, but we are approaching this whole thing with love. And I hope you feel our love. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, The Fear of Cancel Culture. We love you guys. We want to have you as a part of our community. And we we want to move forward with you. We want to help you. We have lots of different ways to help you, whether it be mindset or whether it be a seven-day total body reset that's only seven days long, whether it be the 10-pound takedown, whether it be the Code Red Revolution book, whether it be the documentary, The Rebel Revolution, uh, whether it be, God, there's just so many ways, the YouTube videos, the Instagram, the TikToks, there's so many ways to connect with us. We're here for you, so you don't have to walk this alone. Carrie, thank you for joining me on this episode. You guys, have a good one. Hey, I'm Christy Code Red, and thank you for listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you want to stay connected to other rebels like you, join us in our private network. Our Code Red app is a one-stop shop, free from ads, algorithms, and censorship, and a place where you can see, listen, and watch everything Code Red. You'll be encouraged, motivated, and fired up to stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Get recipe ideas, tips, tricks, and help from coaches, mentors, and other rebels. You can also purchase products, programs, and coaching all right there in one place. And if you have any trouble navigating the app, we're right there to help you. Go to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash APP to join for free, and I'll see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss & Lifestyle.